Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we're talking about anxiety and happiness gems from Eckhart Tolle. I ran across a blog post uh, on the internet. I'll leave a link for for that in the show notes. And that is entitled uh, Eckhart Tolle's 10 Powerful Insights to a Happier You. And um, I am hoping that you will get as much out of this as I have gotten out of Eckhart Tolle over the years. Way back in the day, he was very, his writing and his philosophy was very helpful for me, for overcoming my anxiety and actually seeing the gems that were hidden in my anxiety and uh, my coming to peace in my life. So I hope that this will be helpful for you. So without further ado, here are Eckhart Tolle's powerful insights, or as I like to call them, his um, gems. So the first one says, don't seek happiness. If you seek it, you won't find it because seeking is the antithesis of happiness. Happiness is ever elusive, but freedom from unhappiness is attainable right now by facing what is rather than making up stories about it. So by facing what is rather than making up stories about it. I love this because we in our minds, in our heads, our thoughts, we make up stories because we, and why do we do that? We do that because we attach to the thought that goes through our head. We believe the thoughts that go through our head and we string them together and make stories out of, uh, we forget to ask, is it true? A thought that comes up. So we want to remember this one. Uh, to not seek happiness, per se, but to understand that there is freedom from unhappiness right now. And we do that by facing what is. And we face what is by not making up stories about what's going on, but being very clear about what is right in front of us. I often say to my clients that their anxiety is so powerful because They are trying to deal with and making up stories about the future. about And they're trying to deal with what's going to happen. And they are amazed to remember in their own lives all the things, powerful things that they've been able to deal with in the moment. Well, you can't, none of us can deal with what's in the future. And we do, we, we, all deal with very big challenges and we deal with them right now because that's where all our power is. It's by facing what is right in front of us, facing what is. So let's get out of that um, what if and let's get more into what is. The second one from Eckhart Tolle is the primary cause of unhappiness is never the situation but your thoughts about it. Be aware of the thoughts you are thinking. Separate them from the situation, which is always neutral. 
which always is as it is. There is the situation or the fact, and here are my thoughts about it. Instead of making up stories, stay with the facts. For example, I, quote, I am ruined, uh, unquote, is a story. It limits you and prevents you from taking effective action. Quote, I have 50 cents left in my bank account, unquote. That's a fact. Facing facts is always empowering. And this is a big one with our anxiety because, again, the story comes along and we're not usually telling a good story. We have a default in our mind when we're suffering with anxiety and panic that we go to the darkest place possible. We catastrophize. We we live with the doom and gloom, that feeling of impending doom. It's always something horrible is going to happen. So we would say something like, I am ruined, but that's not a fact. That's the future. What is a fact is having 50 cents left in my bank account. And when we have the fact, we have the ability to take action. Today's episode is sponsored by Prolon Life. This is a revolutionary plant-based nutrition program that nourishes the body while making the cells believe they're fasting. It is proven to induce autophagy or autophagy, the body's internal cellular repair and recycling pathway, which has been linked to improved health and reduced disease. The five-day program uses science-backed nutrition technology that offers the benefits of prolonged water fasting while providing food and nutrients to enhance safety, adherence, and long-term outcomes. I have wanted to do a water fast for quite a while for health reasons, but I've not found the right place or time yet, so I'm very excited to try Prolong Life five-day program as soon as it arrives. It offers all the benefits of fasting without the inconvenience. Prolong Life's program includes snacks, soups, and beverages designed to keep your body in a fasting state. It's no wonder why thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon to support healthy blood sugar and cardiovascular health. Right now, Prolon is offering the Anxiety Coaches Podcast listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash ACP. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash ACP for the special offer. Prolon L Nutra. That's prolonlife.com slash ACP. Another one from Eckhart Tolle. Whoops. Number three, see if you can catch the voice in your head, perhaps the very moment it complains about something, and recognize it for what it is, the voice of the ego, no more than a thought. Wherever you notice that voice, you will also realize that you are not the voice, but the one who is aware of it. In fact, you are the awareness that is aware of the voice. In the background, there is the awareness. And in the foreground, there is the voice, the thinker. In this way, you are becoming free of the ego, free of the unobserved mind. 
Now there's a there's a lot in there that will be helpful for you to read. Um, um, but it is really, really important that we separate those things out. I like to use the term using our wise mind, and that is the observer. Um, and that and that be, helps us to become free of the egoic voice. And I'm not meaning the psychology ego. I'm talking about the pain body kind of ego, the thing that we that attaches that causes us so much pain. So if we can if we can separate those out and use our wise mind to actually see what is going on, it really helps. Um, and it helps when we can catch it early. I tell my clients that you go through stages where first you 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 know your anxiety is is running the show. Second stage, you're catching your anxiety thoughts and your anxiety um, reactions when you are in it. And the third phase is you catch it at this point that Eckhart is talking about. You catch it at the very moment that it comes up. And and these things just take time and practice. So see where you're at right now. Are you catching where you're catching things? Uh, and it and the more you practice observing and using your wise mind, the sooner you'll be able to catch those thoughts when they come up. Next one. Wherever you look, there is plenty of circumstantial evidence for the reality of time. A rotting apple your face in the bathroom mirror compared with your face in a photo taken 30 years ago. Yet you never find any direct evidence. You never experience time itself. You only ever experience the present moment. So these are the kinds of things that helped me to shift. Be, being able to not look at everything um, just at, just as a passing thought, but actually observing exactly what was in front of me and thinking about things like time and that it really is only experienced in the present moment and that it was always changing and shifting. So I hope that that's another one that you will reread when I post them in the, fa- in the um, show notes. Next one from Eckerd is, why do anxiety, stress, or negativity arise? Because you turned away from the present moment. And why did you do that? You thought something else was more important. One small error, one misconception creates a world of suffering. And that is what happens to us with our anxiety and our panic and our stress. We turn away from the present moment because we think something else is more important. And this will unfold as we continue down into some of his other gems. So keep that in mind. The next one. People believe themselves to be dependent on what happens for their happiness They don't realize that what happens is the most unstable thing in the universe. It changes constantly. They look upon the present moment as either marred by something that has happened and shouldn't have, or as deficient because of something that has not happened but should have. 
And so they miss the deeper perfection that is inherent in life itself. A perfection that lies beyond what is happening or not happening. Accept the present moment and find the perfection that is untouched by time. So this one really comes out of the last one. This is where we have to find and realize that what happens is not stable. It's changing constantly. And I know when I was in the thick of my anxiety and panic, I was looking for consistency. I was looking for sureness. I wanted the rug underneath me to feel firm. I wanted to know what was going to happen in the future. I wanted control. And it was in my realizing that living in this life that has moment to moment to moment change, that those things that I was so desiring were never going to happen, and that the perfection lies beyond what is happening or not happening. And accepting the present moment and the perfection that is in the present moment, and that is untouched by time. These are great things to ponder. I don't expect, if you haven't read any of his work before, I don't expect it to sink right in. But read these again in the show notes. Come over to the Facebook group and you know, tell us what one you're having trouble with and let's talk about it. Let's unpack these. The next one, whoops, went too far. The next one from Eckert says, the more shared past there is in a relationship, the more present you need to be. Otherwise, you will be forced to relive the past again and again. And we just did a podcast a couple days ago on relationships and anxiety in relationships. Relationships are a place for deep anxiety. Um, So we want to remember, if you've been in a relationship for a long time, the more present you need to be. Otherwise, we will be forced to relive the past again and again. It just keeps coming up. And it comes up in the present moment for us to deal with. And it'll keep coming. And we get an opportunity to deal with it yet again. The next one from Eckert says, Equating the physical body with I, the body that is destined to grow old, wither, and die, always leads to suffering. To refrain from identifying with the body doesn't mean that you no longer care for it. If it is strong, beautiful, or vigorous, you can appreciate those attributes while they last. You can also improve the body's condition through nutrition and exercise. If you don't equate the body with who you are, when beauty fades and vigor diminishes or the body becomes incapacitated, this will not affect your sense of worth or identity in any way. In fact, as the body begins to weaken, the light of consciousness can shine more easily. Wow, that's big, isn't it? As the body begins to weaken, the light of consciousness can shine more easily. Yeah, this one I've definitely 
experienced because I am not young anymore. I have lived a lot of life and I also have done a lot of work with people who did equate their um, worthiness with their body. I've done a lot of work with people around body awareness, um, around eating disorders. And so the nutrition piece, the exercise piece, the beauty piece, and my own aging, um, we uh, these things all fade. They all diminish. And it's wonderful to, to really live fully what you have when you have it. But even today on the Facebook group, somebody was sick and uh, in bed. And I was, I was hoping, telling them that I was hoping they could use that time to be with what is. Um, it's actually a great time to practice. We are all going to die. All of our bodies are going to uh, diminish. And sometimes it happens sooner than later. And that doesn't mean that we are less than. And that has been a very opening thing in my life and in the lives of my clients um, to really be able to know that that consciousness of who they really are still continues to shine. And as Eckhart puts it, the light of consciousness, when the body begins to weaken, can shine even more easily. So here's the last two from Eckhart. You do not become good by trying to be good, but by finding the goodness that is already within you and allowing that goodness to emerge. Yeah, big one. We do not become good by trying to be good. We do not become free of unhappiness and anxiety by by searching after it, right? That's elusive. But by finding the goodness, finding the peace that is already within us and allowing that to emerge. So for us anxious people, for the panic-stricken, we can become less anxious. We can let go of panic by finding what is already peaceful, what is already centered, what is already calm within us already, and letting that grow, letting that emerge even more. And the final one from Eckhart is, if peace is really what you want, then you will choose peace. A lot of our lives is about our choice. But when we are in an anxious loop, when we are suffering with panic, PTSD, extreme stress, we are going so fast and we are so overwhelmed with ruminating thoughts, being in loops that don't seem to end, that we don't slow down enough to choose. And so I'm, 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 putting it out there to you today to slow down enough. This is why we talk about meditation. This is why we talk about mindful practices. These all slow us down so that we can choose because all of our life is one choice after another. Each moment, one moment after another and what we choose in that moment. 
So I'm hoping that you will reread these in the show notes, maybe even go to the um, the blog post that they were on and see if there's anything else on there. But um, Eckert's work can really help you open up uh, to a different way of thinking, a different way of seeing things like time, of seeing uh, mindfulness. And um, I'm glad that I got to spend these moments with you. And I hope that this podcast has been helpful for you as we looked through uh, some of Eckhart's teachings and um, found some anxiety and happiness gems from him. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. I'd like to invite you to our exclusive group coaching membership. It's an opportunity to join a community of like-minded individuals that are committed to achieving their personal goal of living with more peace and calm. Our membership program offers you the chance to connect with a group of individuals who are dedicated to clearing their chronic stress, anxiety, and panic while living with joy. You'll have the opportunity to participate in live group coaching sessions with me. By becoming a member, you also gain access to exclusive resources and materials designed to support your healing, well-being, and growth. These include skill sheets, access to all the Anxiety Coaches podcast episodes ad-free, and perhaps the most significant benefit of our membership program is the support and accountability that comes from being part of a group of like-minded individuals who are all striving towards similar goals. You'll be able to share your experiences and insights with coaches and group members, receive feedback and advice, and build relationships with people who share your desire to live with freedom from anxiety, worry, and negative thoughts. Start overcoming anxiety today and make it last a lifetime. Sign up for our group coaching membership today and take the first step toward unlocking your full potential for more peace and calm. Go to acpgroupcoaching.com. I'd love to see you in the group acpgroupcoaching.com. The link is in the show notes.